Welcome to the worst roller coaster podcast on the internet. Now, let's join Ben and Zach as they tell you why your favorite coaster sucks. I'm Zach, and I'm high right now. I'm Ben, and I'm not. Later. That's uh, the inverse of the thing I said. But also, I think you should be that doing high. Um, Don't worry. I'm gonna, I'm gonna take a quick hit. There it is. And uh, I'm getting into party mode. Not gonna lie. Like right now, or for next weekend? For next weekend, I'm like, I'm starting the 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 party prep in my mind right now. I'm getting the party switch flipped. I'm prepping. I'm priming the the pump. <laughs> Which one? I'm ready Which to pump? hang the fuck out, man. The non-sexual one. Yeah, I'm getting there. I still. I have to. I still got to book flights, but um, I should do that today. Oh, yeah, I'm ready. Should. I'm ready. He says without having a flight booked. But no, I, I found out today that uh, we're going to road trip together, so that'll be fun. Yeah, it'll be nice. It, uh, I don't mind driving at all. I, uh, and it's only nine hours. It's not too bad. And I, we might have another buddy join us for the trip. So I think be, the highlight of the weekend... Yeah, I mean, I think the highlight would be staying in Indianapolis. I'm pretty pumped about oh, the, that. Oh, the pre-party, the night before party. Yeah, that's right. Uh, any yeah. of you that are going to make it to the meetup that are um, heading from the Chicago area <laughs> and are driving, we'll have a night before party in Indianapolis. <laughs> most likely like a La Quinta um, or Holiday Inn. Yeah, like a cheap off-the-interstate hotel. Hopefully with a continental breakfast. At least a cigarette. And like, I will say the continental breakfasts have been like, I'm always disappointed. I don't know what I'm expecting, but even um, even nice hotels, it's basically a box of donuts a bag of bagels, a uh, said that one right, I think, and uh, like an orange juice dispenser. Yeah, the bag of apple juice and orange juice in the machine is always a little, uh, but so to be honest, so is With like a Dixie cup, yes, or like a, a, a like um, you know, Chinette type of cup. <laughs> But the um, juice cups are so small. Those are so fucking tiny. Are. It's like a shot glass. But the good thing is you can go up and fill it up like 18 times. I mean, yeah, but still it's, uh, I don't know. It's manipulative. Or you take like Plus five like, with you. Yeah. Um, wh- What about like um, continental breakfast? They have the, um, the, like the rack 
It's like the drawers with the bakery. I'm using air quotes about as hard as my fingers can go right now. Bakery items. Like in the clear like plastic go one? in the toaster. Yes. With like the drawers or it like yeah, folds right. upwards. <laughs> mm-hmm. You grab like a really sad looking plain bagel from out of there or like an even sadder looking cinnamon roll. <laughs> yeah, I know. Or the worst. It's just the shit. worst. The, the pieces of like white bread that are individually in a bag. I don't know if I've seen the individual white bread, but I've seen like, they usually it right looks there. like they just, yeah. They usually I've right there the, with like, the bakery shit, you know? Yeah. I've seen like just the loaf of bread that was purchased at the store, just like thrown on the counter. It's usually Ooh, open. That's bad. Yeah. There's only one continental breakfast. I remember going to that actually was like pretty decent. There was somebody like it was like a Hyatt. Out, they're not paying us. Yeah, um, Hyatt, give us a free room. Hyatt's- but it was out in Texas, Amarillo. They they had like a guy cooking yeah, Hyatt sausage nice. and eggs. Yeah, that one specifically was pretty legit. I mean, I don't eat the sausage or the eggs, but it doesn't mean I'm not aware of what the fuck is on that line. <laughs> no, Hyatt you know, usually my is good. Yeah. I know Hyatt breakfast is good. I I mean, I stayed I stayed in 2018, I stayed like 82 nights in a Hyatt of that year. Jesus. I ate that breakfast every night or every morning. <laughs> yeah. A lot of points. Yeah, you know, I also think we when we went to Adventureland for um, free RT, we did the breakfast at that Hyatt as well, and that one was pretty good. That was really convenient because it was basically like right across the street from the park. Yeah, no, I personally. God damn it! Why for, isn't Hyatt paying us? We just did a whole goddamn ad for them. <laughs> I don't think coaster enthusiasts are their demographic. Well, that's that's a good fucking point. (laughs) (laughs) But they could be. They could be. (laughs) Yeah, if a La Quinta is eighty dollars, I can't see. The thing is, is like if you're going to like if you're going to like Six Flags over Texas, I feel like the enthusiasts are going to pick the the seventy dollar La Quinta over the hundred and sixty five dollar Hyatt. Although I'm sure there's some people out there that would say otherwise, but let's, we're talking about the average. You know, that Hyatt, I got to say the Hyatt room layout is really great if you're going to have like three or four dudes in a room. Like the typical like Hyatt place layout. Yeah. Where there's like a bed and a TV, but then there's like this half wall deal with like a couch like it's almost like a half sectional couch on the other side of the bed on that wall. Yeah. Do you yeah. know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That is a perfect layout for sleeping in, like four people. Yeah. Oh, for sure. I mean, I've uh yeah, I've stayed in I've easily stayed in like I don't even know 20 plus different Hyatts 
Um, yeah, when I was so like when I was consulting, all of my colleagues were strictly Marriott, and they said everyone would always say that Marriott is better and the points are better and this that and like I don't know, man. Like Hyatt, I think has the best point redemption program because if you stay at a Hyatt for five nights, you basically have like a free night on a oh, like nice. an off night. I mean, it's I mean, it's not five to one all the time, but like let's say you're. I don't know. Like, let's say you stay in like a like a nice Hyatt for five days for work. You could stay in a lower end Hyatt on like a Sunday night on an off peak night for probably that amount of points. So it's just I don't know. I, I plus like here's the thing. Like Hyatt's like their all their interior shit is super generic. It's uh, it's like that pseudo modern shit and. I don't know. It's kind of a uh, plane and sometimes the buildings are older, but I just think it's, it's fine. It's kind of like a, it's what you call it. It's like generic luxury. Everything's at least clean. Yeah. Minimum. My only major gripe with Hyatt <clears throat> is that some of their locations in like downtowns, can have really fucked up parking. Right. I'm specifically thinking of um, St. Louis and Denver. Goddamn Denver twice. That fucking Denver, that Hyatt Denver completely fucked me on the parking because their deal is that their parking lot is on the first floor of the building, basically, meaning that they don't have enough spaces for rooms. Yeah, but the good thing is, like, is that are you talking about the the Regency or the Grand Hyatt? Oh fuck! I think the Regency. I so can't the, remember um, exactly where it's at. Like, I want to say seventh or seventeenth. Seems familiar. Yeah, I mean, the the both hotels are probably like four blocks apart. Okay, but um, yeah. But I mean, like, if you're, but the good thing is, is like, um, as far as like parking, I mean, you could always do street parking, although that kind of sucks. But on, uh, California on the, on the Regency, that's, that street's one of those that they don't start ticketing until like nine. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. Like, but that's the thing. Like, it, those, those are strictly for like business travelers. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like that's high. It's like major clientele is just people that are in town for three nights and they're expensing everything. That makes sense. I mean, I really probably would have never been staying at Hyatt's myself, but my wife did a lot more in business and uh, just travel um, or before we got married and before COVID. So she already had all yeah. those points. So we've been staying in a lot of Hyatt's. And it's worked out nicely. The places are always great. Mm-hmm. Well, like great is relative, but I've never had, we've never had any issues other than the parking thing. Yeah. Yeah. The only issue I ever had with a Hyatt was when I was in, I think it was, um, I think it was Houston because Houston has like three different ones. And I stayed in, an old Hyatt that's downtown that has like 35 floors or some shit ridiculous. And, uh, their conditioning didn't work. 
the air conditioning didn't work. So this was oh my, my fault, but I, had orient- but I had orientation for, um, or it must have broke or something. It, it's like, it's one of those hotels that have, has so many goddamn rooms that if something doesn't work, like, and you don't report it, like it's probably never going to get fixed. But, uh, this is my fault, but I went to, um, fuck fifth wonder or fourth wonder brewery in Houston. And it was, it was the night before my orientation for Deloitte and, uh, the owner, I was talking to the owner and he ended up giving me like five free beers. I got really drunk and passed out. But then I remember waking up in the middle of the night, Houston heat and like my bed was completely soaked. Not from piss, but from like sweating, like from sweating so much. So like you wake up at like 4 a.m., your body's completely depleted of water. You've had a shit ton of beer, and it was like the worst hangover I've had. But I bet. Ugh. <laughs> but it was a literal puddle. Like the whole bed was soaked. Ugh. Like, yeah. Gross. You better not do that at fucking. The cabin. No. That was in Texas. Well, that's true. Texas is a lot fucking worse than Tennessee for heat and humidity, especially at this time of year. Yeah. But I am so fucking stoked for our meetup. And I want to remind all of our listeners... Especially if you're down in the area of Dollywood, we are going to be in the uh, Seaverville Pigeon Forge area, enjoying ourselves. Uh, we'll be at the area attractions on Saturday the 12th and hitting Dollywood on Sunday the 13th. Please come out and hang out with us. We would love it. It'll be great and awesome. Um, we'll be recording a podcast live with all of our friends and you know our buds that ride this one um on saturday the 12th at our cabin so that is a thing and uh come on out it's going to be a blast i mean there's there's not much else to say it's going to be fucking awesome and i will guarantee you will have a good time if you come now Ben, I do want to tell you, and we don't have to go into too great detail here on air. Um, We can discuss it much more on our upcoming road trip. But I think I may have found a fun way for us to do a Great America meetup and make it really unique. We meet when they're closed? Well, And then go to Denny's? no, no. So, um, you tell again, everyone there's ERT in- and then it's like, oh, sorry, they, they canceled. And then it's like, okay, but we can go to Denny's. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, um, a friend of ours has, um, how do I put this? Maybe like a very opportune space really close to Great America. For us to be able to have like an after park live podcast and hangout. Yeah, remember when um 
remember when Rob had that TPR party at Magic Mountain and then they did a private showing of like a new DVD in their apartment theater, yeah. movie theater? Yeah, actually, honestly, thinking about it, that's pretty genius. They like rented the clubhouse at their apartment complex. That's a pretty genius way to do a meetup when you're going to host a bunch of, you know, roller coaster people from the internet. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's pretty genius. I mean, not going to lie, might even look up what an Airbnb would be. If we do a Great America weekend or you know meet up, but uh, what do you what do you think? You think that'd be fun? You think you'd be able to make it out to uh, Chicago area? You can maybe be balling in with a trip home if you wanted. Yeah, let me no, know what you think. Good. We can uh, maybe we can uh, make some plans on our road trip and formalize it and make an announcement regarding uh 2023 meetups and that's as we're coming into our first meetup of 2022 which is late but our third meetup which is really fucking cool i gotta say that as we've only been around for three years we've had a meetup every damn year that's good fuck covid well i mean technically we started in 2019 yeah. And we didn't have a meetup in 2019, but we started in September. So we did our first meetup early 2020, did another one um, mid 2021. Then we're doing this one late 2022. So maybe we'll try and do a couple next year. What did we do 2021? We, we had Hollywood Nights. Oh, oh, that's that's right. Yeah, that was a great time. Met a lot of people. That was fun. So I guess the question also stands, you know, if where would you guys like to see us throw a meetup? Because, you know, maybe we'll try and do two next year. We have been, full disclosure, um, kind of talking and planning with our friends over at Ride This One for um, another meetup, much like the Dollywood one we're doing uh, next week or next weekend to do another one next year in a different area with different parks. Um, but we're not announcing that until after this one. Ha ha ha. But no, I think doing one here at great America, cause we actually haven't had a, a, a an actual meetup at great America yet. No, I mean, that's good for home park shit. I'm, I'm in, I'm into that. It's like great America, Mount Olympus. Yeah, that's what I was thinking is maybe we maybe we combine it and do Mount Olympus too. Cuz it's what like uh, 2 hours apart. About 2 far. hours, 2 two and a half hours. It's not terrible. It's easy enough where we could do a full day at Great America, stay in the Gurney area and then drive the next day and do Mount Olympus. And for anyone who would have to fly, you would be fine to fly out of fly into and out of either Milwaukee or Chicago. Honestly, you'd be fine. I mean, I'm excited now at the prospect of talking this over with you. Cause um, our buddy actually invited Rhiannon and I over to show us the base. He's been working on it and running events there. He was doing some work um, 
Sunday night, we were up at Great America. He said, hey, stop on by, say hi. I'm just kind of doing some work here. Space is beautiful. It's wonderful. It would be awesome for... Yeah, it would be awesome for what we do. It would be a lot of fun. And it's really... Yeah, like I said, about a 10-minute drive from Six Flags, so not bad at all. And maybe... Maybe if enough of you listeners are interested in a Great America meetup, maybe perhaps we can look at doing some sort of group rate or something. I'll keep it 100 with all of you. Uh, we we can't afford ERT, especially at a park like Great America. That's not in our budgetary uh, realms, but we are DIY motherfuckers, so we'll throw a meetup regardless. We'll cook hot dogs in the parking lot. And that's that's um, certainly one thing is that I think, you know, the the space is more or less like a, a BYOB friendly space. If so you that know could what be pretty I mean. advantageous. Yeah. Yeah. So that could be pretty advantageous. So I don't know. Maybe, yeah, I guess we'll be having a Great America meetup next year. I'm calling. I'm just going to say it now. Let's just do it. Yeah, let's do it. We're going to have a Great America meetup, and you all should come. We'll figure out the details and give you some concrete uh, details on the announcement soon. Um, But, yeah, come out to Great America, meet us. If you haven't been to Great America, definitely come out to Great America. Yeah, we'll put Mount Olympus in there, too. Now, if enough of you all are coming, there's a good chance that we could possibly arrange for ERT at Mount Olympus. I'm curious what they charge. It can't be that much. I I think what we should do is we, we should probably... We should say we're like a church organization just so that... And then, like... I don't know. Make up, like make up something. I bet, I bet you could slip them like two hundred bucks, and they'll give you two rides on Hades before they open. Oh, I'm sure. Hell, I'm pretty sure you could slip them a bag of weed, or just bring a chihuahua. Okay. How far can he go? (laughs) 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 But I will warn you, Ben. Don't bring Ruger to this meetup. Oh no. <laughs> yeah, Ruger doesn't like getting Ruger doesn't like getting kicked. I mean, I've not, I've not kicked him. I'm just saying he does not like getting kicked. <laughs> I literally haven't. Oh, holy moly. So there we go. We dropped some big news. We're going to have a meetup at Great America next year. With likely a uh, live podcast recording. So, boy, aren't you all going to be excited to be there. You better be. Um, I don't know. Shit. Let's see. I made a whole rundown. We could talk about some stuff. I, uh, I saw actually some breaking news as of recording. Uh, Universal Studios Orlando has announced that their kids zone or uh, kids 
area, kids, whatever. I forget the name of it, but it's going to close on January 16th, 2023 for future development. Interesting. I'm guessing another kid zone. Possibly. Because I remember that the rumor was originally before Epic Universe was uh, announced. Super Nintendo World was supposed to go in that location, I was pretty sure. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that actually looks really cool. Um, I saw some pictures of it recently. Yeah, Epic Universe looks cool. And, um, I mean, Universal uh, Hollywood has got a lot going on, too. They got their Super Nintendo World under construction. That's going to be open um, just a few months, spring 2023. And uh, they're also getting supposedly um, like an Intamin multi-launch that's going to go between the upper lot and the lower lot. Oh, that's that's interesting. Yeah. I mean, it should be pretty damn cool. I, don't, I mean, it doesn't seem like they have that much space, but if they did something like... Uh, they should do it more like a blitz coaster, more of like a Maverick. I think that's it's going to be more like Velocicoaster type of thing, which is very much in in the same type of realm. Yeah, I think it's it's going to be it's going to be cool. I mean, I'll be excited to go visit again in you know another year or so because they're going to have a lot more shit. And again, um. I can't recommend enough if you're going to Universal Hollywood. If you've got it in your budget, man, book a VIP tour. They are well worth the money. Just saying. Anyway. Um, fucking, I'm curious to see what they're going to put in that space, though. Especially I can see that. given... It's, it's probably going to be Nintendo. But they're building Nintendo at Epic Universe. Oh, wait, which one are we talking about? Orlando? Orlando, yeah. yeah. So, like, they're building Epic Universe, and uh, the construction on the Donkey Kong coaster looks really fucking cool. But, yeah, that leaves that whole space that's going to be closed, the kids' area, Universal Studios, Florida, it's, wide open for expansion. Yeah. Is Universal the best park chain? Depends on how you qualify. I mean, I just, I just feel like they've never really, no one really ever complains about Universal. If you think about it, people complain about Six Flags. People complain about Cedar Fair. People t- complain a lot about Disney, SeaWorld. But like, no one ever talks shit about Universal Parks. Oh, sure they do. <clears throat> They have too many screen-based rides. That's a pretty f- frequent one. I suppose. <clears throat> um, I mean, I don't think on the whole you hear as many complaints, but I don't think that they take up as big of a market share in any of those spaces. You know what I mean? Because yeah, like, who talks true. about regional parks other than enthusiasts? 
and who and who talks about Disney parks besides enthusiasts and Disney fans? Whereas Universal, you know, enthusiasts will go there, but it there's nothing like there's not a big enough like thing built up around them. I think at this time, whereas with Disney, it's easy to like find flaw anywhere and go, well, that's not so fucking magical. (laughs) You know what I mean? And so like universal doesn't quite have that reputation, but I think there's a plenty of, plenty of, you know, valid complaints there. But at the same time, I do think they do a lot of things right. You know? Yeah. Well, I I guess with that said, I, I just don't ever really hear people t- saying that they've left the Universal Park dissatisfied. And I mean, I don't know. I mean, I've never, I've never left the Universal Park dissatisfied. But have you? When have you ever left a park dissatisfied? Six Flags parks, Cedar Fair parks, Sea World parks, Disney. Well, I'll leave Disney out just because. It was situational, but well, what specifically was dissatisfying? I guess. Well, like I tried to do all the parks pretty much in a day and just get the credits, and I just it was hard to do. Frustrating. Yeah, and see, that's the thing is like we're not the normies, you know. We're the weirdos that want to get on every ride or whatever. You know what I'm saying? So, like. Reading satisfaction versus like the average park guest is it's a different metric. You know what I mean? I think for what, for what especially Disney and universal offer. And, and I guess more broadly, even six flags and Cedar fair, once you remove the like enthusiast part of it, it really more boils down to like, did you have fun or did you have a good time? You know, and it's, it's gotta be a yes, no, there's no like, yeah, except for, or no, but this thing, you know? And so I think it's like, once you really boil it down to that, like, did you have a good time? There's always going to be people that yes, do have a bad time at a park for whatever reason. But generally, you know, we're all enthusiasts about this shit and stuff. You go to a park to have a good time, you know? I think what I'm getting at is basically, like, you go in as an enthusiast to somewhere like Universal or Disney almost with a different mindset, Mm -hmm. knowing that they're different. But I think also at that same time, it's easy to put a, a lot more, like, pressure on a Disney experience versus universal because of the bigger reputation, the higher cost in a lot of cases. And then with like regional parks, it's really easy to get critical to the point of like cynical, you know? Well, with what's going on with six flags, I think that's justified. Oh man. Well, you opened it up, so I guess we're going to talk about it. I'm pretty pissed. I mean, it all started when I realized they took away Holiday in the Park here at Great America. 
So you mentioned something about um, hours reduction next year. What exactly? So did they announce different hours and then pull them back or what's their. So they like, put out an events calendar for 2023 at great America in the park that displayed, you know, I guess all the events for the season and like nothing on there. There's something pretty much every month, but nothing on there before June and they haven't posted an operating schedule yet. So it seems to indicate it implies that opening day won't be until June, basically. I don't see that happening. I could see them pushing back to like May 15th, but I don't know. Maybe I'm just, I, I, I guess I can never see them opening that late. It seems insane. Yeah, but so does shutting off a profitable event. So does removing any operating hours when your attendance is down so significantly. You know what I mean? I mean, I will say in a slight update, great America did reply to me tweeting about this and clarified absolutely nothing. (laughs) What did they say? Well, I tweeted the picture and I said, looks like great America has reduced their schedule once again for 2023 to roll opening day back to June, you know, And they replied, hi there, this is not our operating schedule, just the list of fun new events for the 2023 season. And I said, so, has the season been shortened? Because it appears so, and you provided no clarification. To which they replied, our operating calendar does not appear on our website until closer to the season. You can expect to see our 2023 calendar on our website next year. That so, seems pretty no new information. No, but that seems pretty normal. I don't think they ever I don't think they posted the next year's operating hours until the the following year. Yeah, but they never posted like the dates of next year's Fright Fest till they posted the operating schedule either. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. I would bet a lot of money that they won't open that late, but I could be wrong. Well, I mean, here's the deal. They answered and it was neither a confirmation nor a denial. (laughs) True, but I don't think they can, but they wouldn't say that on Twitter. Like that's not something that they can really answer. I'm going to play devil's advocate here. I don't think it'll be, I definitely think it'll be shortened, but also like those are just events like, um, yeah, but like Great Adventure posted one and they have like a spring break thing for like, you know, early to mid April. <clears throat> well, I'll be hopeful. As long as it's not and, as bad as as long as it's not as bad as it was in um what year was that? I think it was like 2012 or 2013 where it was like, I swear to God, it was like basically after the first week of August, they closed at like five or 6 PM or something for like, for two, like half of <laughs> half of August. Cause remember we like, we, we tried to go a couple times and they just randomly shortened it by an hour. 
I mean, sometimes I think they'll close early. Well, not anymore, but I think back then they would close early if there was just not enough guests to, you know, yeah, justify justify staying open cost wise. Because like that's pretty frequent for like water parks to do. Mm-hmm. I just remember there was one time specifically we like showed up and. The web the website said they were open until like six or seven, and we showed up fifteen minutes before they closed, thinking we had an hour and fifteen minutes, and they wouldn't let us into the park. And then we tried to go to guest relations and complaining to get tickets because it's like, hey, like you didn't post this on your operating schedule, and then they're just kind of like, yeah, it's one hour, guys, come on. That's just literally that what sounds they said. like me. That's literally what they said. They were like, okay, you guys have to come an hour before they close. Like, it's not like you're going to get a full day anyway. (laughs) I mean, that's, I don't remember this, but it definitely sounds like something I would do. (laughs) Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was you. It could have been, it could have been our other buddy. I mean, but, that sounds a little bit more like him than me, <laughs> but it doesn't, it doesn't not sound like me. I'll put it that way. <laughs> I will say though, that guy, him and I have done some, him and I have gotten some crazy shit back in the day. Um, <laughs> like the time we got into Darien Lake for free <laughs> because of his uh, guest relations interactions. Yeah, dude, if you talk to guest relations the right way, then you can get, you can usually get, you know, either pretty close to what you're looking for or something. I mean, you got to be assertive, but also very much respectful and polite, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, so we, yeah, we show up, we like, we're driving past the park and it was an hour, like, probably like an hour and 10 minutes before they closed. And so we got into the parking lot. We saw Superman run and we just were both like, okay, like we have to figure out a way into this park to ride this ride. Like that's all we're going to do. We're not paying the admission. (laughs) So, um, (laughs) and so first, like, you know, I mean, we were like 20. So obviously we were a little more naive, but we're like, we should just see if we could just walk into the re-entry line. Like, let's just try it. And then it's like, and like, okay, let's go to guest relations and just ask. And then it basically he did his usual, his usual pitch and then got another. And then to where it went from to where like someone, like a manager, or like a area or like a, you know, like a shift manager basically would have to like intervene. And then it was pretty much just like, yeah, can we just ride the ride? And then the, the supervisor's just like, yeah, just, just let him in. And then so they escorted us to the, to the gate and just let us into the park. <laughs> and then we show up. So we tri- we we show up to Superman, or I guess it was just Ride of Steel at the time. And uh, they closed the line because they had a concert. So they're trying to cycle the ride out quicker before, uh, before they closed. And we're like, oh, no, fuck this. So we went up to the exit. And then we asked them, we're like, hey, so we just drove all the way from Chicago. Like, we just showed up. We're just here to ride this ride. Is there anything we can do? 
And then like, yeah, and they're running one train operations. The line was probably an hour and a half. And then oh they ended up giving us, and they ended up giving, giving us the front row. Wow. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You lucky motherfuckers. Yeah. That was a great moment. As far as like coaster memorable times, like that was up there. <clears throat> I bet that's a pretty uh that's a that's a pretty epic story. That same guy Fucking. almost got kicked out of Six Flags St. Louis for hopping the the queue line at Boss. Um when he tried to like go back around. So we were trying to do night rides on Boss. So we go down the exit and the they closed the line off like 14 minutes early. And so, you know, what we understood was that like, you know, oh, it's a policy to close the ride at the closing time. Kind of like how Cedar Fair used to do six minutes after close. They'd close the line. Um, Okay. Yeah. So we're like coming down the exit and um, the we saw that there's a gate. So he's like, well, fuck, let's just hop this fence and just hop back into the queue. Cause so you know how there's, um, you know, it's like a, almost like a wooden deck ramp on the yeah. entrance. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 And on the exit, you're kind of like, you're probably like eight feet above the entry, like switchbacks. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So like he climbs over the fence. And falls like eight feet down, like like falls down, <laughs> and falls down in the the area supervisor ends up like radioing up the person to the station, and then so suddenly like a bunch of other kids started doing it, and then like I was like, all right, fuck it. <laughs> And then we all run up the exit. We all run up the entrance ramp, and we get to the station, and they 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 denied us in the station. They're like, "Yeah, like we were told not to let you guys ride because you hopped the the, the fence." Slyn, Slyn, you know, buddy. At the end of the day, goes to guest relations. Oh my and, god! And complains that uh, <laughs> we couldn't get a last ride on Boss because they closed the line early. And ends up getting like two other supervisors into the into the conversation because like he wouldn't let it go. <laughs> he was like, "No, like no, like from what I understand, like you guys have a policy, like uh, the ride should stay open until the close time." And they clearly closed it like thirteen minutes before ten o'clock. And they're just kind of like, "Okay, like what do you want us to do?" And he's like, "Well, it would just be nice to have something like maybe like an exit pass or." Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then his line, and then his his line would be like, "Yeah, that's not really good enough." <laughs> Jesus Christ! Oh my God! Yeah, that. I'm surprised I've never heard that story before. But that's about the most that dude story. Yeah, there could possibly be because see, the thing is, like, I know it would have been a pain in the ass, 
But if instead of jumping over that shit, you would have like booked it over to guest relations, they might have let you get on one more time. Oh, like they closed it before they closed and then say that they closed it. <clears throat> yeah. Like book it over to guest relations as quick as possible. Yeah. And be like, Hey, we just tried to ride boss again, but it's already closed. Like, we just wanted to get one last ride before we went home, because then they could probably radio the supervisors and confirm, like, oh, yeah, it's closed, and then be like, okay, if you guys go walk over there, they'll let you in or something, you know? Maybe, but, like, I get the vibe from my vibe, I guess, relations experience there was that, like, it's just one of those small regional parks where everyone's been working there for 20 years, so they kind of just, like, don't give a shit for something like that. Maybe because that's kind of like what they ended up radioing the ride supervisor and they were kind of like, yeah, so like we have a guest that says you close the ride line early, blah, blah, blah. And then they're, and then they basically just radio back. They're just like, um, yeah, because I was doing the rounds and just closing everything. And they're just kind of like, yeah. So like Tracy, she closes the ride line when she feels that it's needed to be closed. So like it's her decision type of thing. Yeah, but what I'm saying is if you would have shown up there, even if it was just a few minutes before closing time, the odds of you getting anything substantially better would have been good, you know? Yeah, sure. <clears throat> like, if they close at 10 and you show up at 9.49 and say, hey, we tried to ride one last time and it was already closed. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> then the odds are much better than they go. Oh shit. Yeah. It's before 10 now. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But I know that's not that person's style, (laughs) (laughs) but also that's applying, uh, you know what I know now to a story from back then. Remember coasters Um, after dark 2007. Oh Jesus. Goddamn. Yeah. Dude, 2007 was a shitty year. <laughs> that was also when we were fucking acting a fool in that Taco Bell drive-thru. Mm-hmm. Keep your pants on. <laughs> My mom was so um, pissed. That was back when I was under her... Uh, I was 17, so still under my parents' rule. And I was... And I was like, yeah, it's going to meet me in Milwaukee and we're going to drive the Six Flags together. That was the only way they would let me do that drive for some reason. Which wasn't true. We met at the Gurney Arby's and uh, then drove to the park. But um, I was supposed to be home by like midnight or something. But I ended up coming home at 3 a.m. Wow. I got chewed out. At 3 a.m.? No, the next day. Oh. You should have just been like, I got home at 1. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, there was, it was one of those things where they were still up, you know? I don't know. They Uh-oh. were weird. They thought it was weird for a 17-year-old to drive two hours to meet friends they met on the internet at Six Flags and then stay out till 3. I mean, that sounds pretty reasonable. Especially way back in 07, because that was a mere, like, few months after meeting IRL for the first time. Right. <clears throat> I mean, were they, they were probably more chill about hanging with uh, me or 
our other buddy by like oh nine, right? No, fi- by then they figured it out. Um, because I mean, well, once I turned eighteen, it didn't matter. I mean, I was able to like drive to Chicago and see you whenever. Yeah, I regret not like coming to visit you in West Bend more. In that basement apartment, or the apartment basement. Although, being honest, considering everything that happened, the one time I did come and visit you, probably for the better. (laughs) I'm going to leave that exactly as is. No more needs to be said. Ask me at the meetup. I won't answer. (laughs) Do you remember when A um, took that drive with... That girl? Yeah. And we were just watching DVDs at my place, like waiting for him to come back. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and he's like, she's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I just remember like being in that basement and just like smoking cigarettes. <laughs> Because, like, what else are you going to do? God, every time I went over there, this is one thing I don't miss. I'd I'd come home to, like, my mom's super clean house, and I would just reek of smoke. So bad. Like, you know what I mean? It was so bad. Yeah, I mean, like, if if you're outside smoking a cigarette... You could just walk for a moment or two and, you know, you'll still smell a bit like it. But yeah, if you smoke inside, dude, you will fucking. (laughs) Yeah, that's the worst. It sticks so badly. Although smoking inside feels like such a badass move now. (laughs) Like in 2022, you automatically feel like a badass if you're smoking indoors. It does feel kind of weird. I like I feel almost obligated to smoke if you're able to indoors. I mean, that's really the only time I'll have a really a cigarette really is in like a casino just because I can. Yeah, it's like you go to Vegas. It's like you have to have a cigarette. (laughs) It's like. I don't know something about it. But, uh, hey, there was some good news I read today. Um, Shanghai Disney closed due to COVID-19? Yes. Uh, that was kind of scary, actually. But, no, the, uh, the news I read is that Carowinds is adding almost all of their roller coasters to Winterfest. Yeah, that's good. I mean, that seems like something you could do in the Carolinas. Yeah, it never seemed outside of the realm of possibility, but now that they're doing it, that's pretty exciting and really uh, pretty enticing to someone whose home park decided the holidays are no longer worth celebrating. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, any park in the South that's not open year-round doesn't make sense. Or at least for a holiday event. Yeah. Because I think like Six Flags Over Georgia might be closed January, February. And I'm excited uh, 
that Dollywood's Christmas lights will be up when we're there for our meetup. Oh, that's right. Yeah, they do full Christmas. That's cool. Yeah. So, you know, it's not too late, guys. Book a hotel. It's next weekend. Come on, y'all. Come see some Christmas lights and hang out with uh, some of the worst podcasters on the internet. <laughs> and also the Ride This One crew. Um, let's see. Definitely do it. All right. You ready for the Disney Minute? Yeah. Let's fucking do it. The Disney Minute. To all who come to this happy place, welcome. Disneyland is your. Is it plane? Go get our tickets and head to Disneyland. We're back mm-hmm. at the happiest. Oh place shit! I don't ever. hear it. Disneyland. Welcome, everyone. I'm here today at Disneyland. Today we are going to talk about things we wish we'd known before we went to Disney World. Disneyland is dedicated to the ideals, the dreams, and the hard facts that have created. I'll start. America, with the hope that it will be a source of joy and inspiration to all the world. Thank you. Shanghai Disneyland op- uh, closed due to COVID-19 with guests still in the park. Tokyo Disney pushed back the operating date for Fantasy Springs. Construction began on the expansion of Disney's Grand Floridian Hotel. Magic Band is expanding the work for more shows at Disneyland Resort. Okay, so Ben, you couldn't hear it, but we didn't quite make it in time. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, we got our Disney news. Uh... There you go, y'all. Some interesting shit in there. A few nuggets. Yeah, what's what's this thing with Shanghai Disneyland? So they closed with guests still inside the park. I think they the government made them shut down. I think there was concern there was an outbreak in the park, and they made people test negative to get out. What the fuck? Yeah, right? How fucked up is that? I'm going to see if there's like a, so they basically like basically like had prisoners in the park. Yeah. I'm not sure what the update is. So if you find anything, you know, let me know. Maybe it was, uh, Xi Jinping trying to consolidate his power further. Bob. One of the the CCP members was inside of there and they're like, we can take care of him. Man, that's that's really crazy. See, like, remember in the beginning of COVID, everyone thought that it was, we were like, we're going to become China. It's like, well, clearly not. It's a pretty big, it's a pretty big gap. We're not shutting people inside of Disney parks. God, that's so crazy. Yeah, I'm watching the video now. There's just people like, yeah, and the officers are blocking them out. Holy shit. Unexpected lockdown at the happiest place on earth. Yeah, temporarily the most infected place on earth. All right. Too soon? Okay. All right. Um, (laughs) So, um, I was feeling lazy. And I also wanted to open up the floor to all of our incredible, awesome listeners. So... I opened the floor for questions, Ben. So we got some questions. So uh, first off, 
Coaster Bro from Coaster Cozies. Shout out to Coaster Cozies podcast and uh, Coaster Bro. Go check them out. He uh, he says we should talk about Heidi Klum being a badass worm for Halloween. Um, what is this? Google Heidi Klum Halloween 2022. Should Just open up a new tab. Like if you type Heidi, it should come up recommended. Okay. Yeah. It's an incredible costume. Who's uh, Heidi Klum? She's a model. Oh my God. I clicked on a fucking news site and now my computer is getting shut down with fucking ads. That's <laughs> so bad. All right. I got the image. That looks pretty crazy. Yeah, it's a badass costume, right? I think it's crazy as fuck, man. I, th- I like that shit. That's crazy. There's like a close up of her face. That's fucking nuts, man. Is Heidi Klum also a furry? Uh, I mean, it is a pretty, pretty, uh, you know, involved costume. So I don't know, maybe going to be honest. If that was in a, in a, like a scare zone at a haunt, that'd be freaky. So hopefully, you know, horror nights or something, see something like that. Now here's. Here's uh, and I want to thank Coaster Bro for sending that in. Thank you. Uh, here's something. Drew the intern says we should give an update on Ben the elevator enthusiast. So Ben, <laughs> what's going on with the new hobby? Well, I've only ridden one elevator since the, that show, so I don't have too much to give an update on. Have you like found any Facebook groups? <laughs> uh, no, I haven't. the The scene here in Denver is pretty small, but um, I did actually. Um, I went to go see a movie probably like a month ago, and you know, and you know, like Schindler, the elevator company. Yeah. So someone in my group made a Schindler said Schind- kept saying Schindler's lift. Of course. Yeah. Made some people uncomfortable. Was he like, was he like, I support yay. <laughs> That's it. Topical. <laughs> yeah. Wouldn't it be crazy if we just randomly add him as a guest next week? Kanye. <laughs> <laughs> His like tier of po- like, his like uh, fame just keeps kind of like, or his uh, his reputation just keeps kind of dropping. He ends up on a roller coaster podcast. I mean, his stock has dropped so far. We might be able to get him, but I don't think I want to platform him. <laughs> you know, I mean, well, that's when you just cut the, like you edit it so intense just to make it funny. <laughs> For that, we might as well just take clips of him talking. Yeah. (laughs) But yeah, I feel like if we did reach out to him, there's like probably a 50-50 chance at this point he'd be on the show. (laughs) I feel like we got officially better odds of getting Kanye on this show 
than Taylor Bybee. <laughs> yeah, that's not far off. Which is an interesting thing to think in 2022. <laughs> if you could tell yourself that two years ago, without any context, what would you have assumed had happened? <laughs> <laughs> I'd assume that was it would be as great of a chance as a Zamperla Stratocoaster. Hey, it's it's also not out of the realm of possibility. I like the idea. Um, I just like the idea of dragster being tire driven. That'd be fun. Not going to lie. I mean, the Hulk launch is pretty good. Yeah. But also, I was picturing in my head, because it was more fun this way, single propulsion tires, more like the station kind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like that Intamin single rail. Where it's just like Yes. Exactly. I was thinking I, I like pictured that more in my mind and it just made me chuckle. <laughs> oh man. Um so our buddy Prairie Coastin, Logan, that guy from Saskatchewan asks and this is a very very apt question for this episode specifically since we're going on a road trip in a week from the release um what's what's we got to rank our top three road trip snacks and beverages okay top three so like um I always get that stupid canned Starbucks cold brew nitro. That's like four fucking dollars or five dollars, depending on where you're at. Of course you do. I just try to avoid anything with sugar. Well, that's one. Also, the uh, McDonald's crispy chicken sandwich. Uh, Oh, that's disgusting. Every time I, I mean, the last three times I've driven to Wisconsin, I'll get at least four of those throughout the trip one way. Like I'll get two for lunch and two for dinner. Damn, dude. Number three is uh, those stupid Perrier sparkling waters because they don't sell LaCroix typically. At like truck stops. Nah, I know you like that sparkling bullshit. Now the Perrier is a ripoff because it's um, it's not a, it's like a half a liter or whatever, like a standard. I think it's less than like a like a Pepsi bottle, and uh, they always charge like some stupid amount for like three bucks for a bottle, two bucks for a bottle. Yeah, the only one I really like. Of sparkling waters is Topo Chico. Yeah, Topo Chico's good. It's just a glass bottle. They have them in plastic. Oh, well, the glass bottles are are where it's at. Sparkling water in a glass bottle. Okay. I'm just saying, I'm just saying sparkling water in a glass bottle is the only way to drink like sparkling water. 
Especially when it's cold and it's hot as shit out. You're on a level I'm not prepared for, you bougie motherfucker. <laughs> That's not bougie. <laughs> you can get t- you can get a glass you can get a glass Topo Chico in a gas station in my neighborhood for ninety nine cents. Okay, well, my neighborhood only has the one in the plastic. <laughs> well, that sucks because you're missing out. I can get a case of the glass ones, but that's like 20 bucks. I mean, yeah, like the, the ones that they sell at Costco or the store is not worth it. <clears throat> the um, I used to buy the the 16 ounce glass bottles of Topo Chico at the um, at like the Costco. That's for restaurants at the restaurant supply Costco. That was the shit. Oh, okay. That was the nice. shit. You could get like a uh, like a case of sixteen ounce bottles for I don't know. It was like sixteen bucks. Nice with the bougie fucking. Oh, you got to drink a glass bottle. <laughs> it makes it so much. I'm just saying. Yo, Lacroix it, don't come in a glass bottle, motherfucker. Yeah, and Lacroix sucks. I mean, it's fine if you want to slam like twelve sparkling waters. In a day, you get the LaCroix. Yeah, the, um, no, I used to, so, um, like two, probably like two plus years ago, I'd buy the, the, the box of LaCroix at the, ga- at the grocery store in the morning and I'd crush the whole box in one day. <clears throat> Jesus. But it's just water. You know what I mean? It's not- Yeah, but how much would you like fucking burp? A lot. That's what I'm saying. Like, you really want that much gas? Jeez. <laughs> You're like, I just drank four, four LaCroix in two minutes, and I'm going to explode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's great. This <clears throat> is she on work calls. <laughs> <laughs> well, yo, for me, I got to say for road trip snacks, Gardetto's has got to be in there. Yeah, Gardetto's is good. And, like, I do like the special request garlic rye bag, but I like getting the mixed bag. Because, like, here's the deal. If I get the, the just the rye chips, then I find myself always going, I kind of want one of those breadsticks, you know? Yeah. But uh, Gardetto's is up there. Fucking... Um, I like, I like monster energy cause I'm basic on the, on the road trip. Take a good big can of monster. Yeah. Remember the BFC? I do. They don't sell those anymore. <laughs> God, there was probably like a month period where I'd drink one of, one of those every day before school. Oh my God. Yeah. No, I would buy your liver, your liver was like, ah, no, I'm pretty sure I did some kind of damage to my body. Um, yeah. Every day before school on my way to school, I would get at least the um, two of the tall energy drinks per day. Like, um, so what's the one between the regular can and the BFC, like the, like the 24 like that resealable can. Yeah, right? so I'd, I'd get two of those every morning. Oh my god, dude! Yeah, no wonder I was fat. Like, um, 
I'm just going to look up the calories quick. <clears throat> yeah, dude, I would eat, I would drink energy drinks and eat McDonald's and Little Caesars and go to Chinese buffets. Smoke cigarettes. <laughs> I was super healthy back then. Yeah, me too. I did all that same shit, except I didn't drink that much energy drink. Although I do remember that for a while, like at Speedway, they had like a house brand energy drink on the soda fountain. Yeah. And so like when I would go to the Speedway and like get cigarettes and gas and fucking gas station hot dogs and nachos, I would get like a fucking 32 ounce cup of energy drink and sip that shit with a straw Smoke a Newport or a Tourney. <laughs> oh, the Tourneys were the worst. Yeah, Tourneys were terrible. Um, Although there were a few it, times they were like four dollars at that time. So <laughs> yeah, no, there were a few times I bought those on a nostalgia. When uh, you're like, ah, these are just as shit as I remember. Yeah. No, I was so um, bad. It was when I worked at Cedar Point, there was a speedway that was 20 minutes away. And so, <laughs> and so sometimes I'd buy like a few packs. So it was really funny because before I, I still remember this before I went to Cedar Point the first summer, I lost like 70 pounds and um, I quit smoking and I was all on like health shit. And then day one of Cedar Point, it was two meals of, of it was you no know, it was two meals of taco bell and then i bought a pack of cigarettes like the first day and i was like oh god this is this is it i mean to be fair you kind of need a cigarette to help digest two meals of taco bell yeah plus working at a theme park like when you're 20 and you're working at a theme park that's the probably like one of those acceptable times when smoking cigarettes is okay yeah, when you're in your 20s working at a theme park, that's a really good way to meet people. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, that's how I met all my... So, yeah, when I lived in Commons, there was a smoking section, which was this section of the housing complex that was behind everything. So, it was like behind um, the rec, like this rec center. And there were like probably like 10 picnic tables in this super dark area. So it, it was always kind of funny because you'd walk up to it and there were no lights on it. So you would just hear, you would hear like people laughing and this like ambient cloud of smoke floating above it. And then just a bunch of like, you know, intermittently glowing orange dots, you know, you like kind of approach it and then suddenly you'd see like 20 or 30 people back there. That's like how I met all my friends at Cedar Point was the smoking section. <laughs> Yeah, it's really easy to make friends if, if you both are if you if you're like in your twenties and you are at the smoking section of a park. Although I don't know if that works nowadays. Yeah, might probably not. People probably still vape though. Yeah, I'm sure there's plenty of people vaping. Yeah, there's probably still people that smoke sometimes. Yeah, but I don't know if people still smoke at work like that. Yeah, I feel like a lot of people now won't only smoke if they're drinking. Right. Yeah. There's, I, I, I feel like I've encountered so many more people that would bum a cigarette, but never have one to bum out. Mm-hmm. No, that makes sense. 
lately, I mean, you do kind of hit a point though, where it's just like right now, I don't think I've, I don't think I've really smoked any cigarettes in 20 in like this year. I was like the last probably like six, seven years of my life. I've been, uh, maybe 15 a year. You know what I mean? Like it'd be like a special occasion where you just like do three or four or five. (laughs) Then like four months goes by and then you do in a couple more. For me, it's probably been a couple of packs every year for the past couple of years. Yeah. Like a handful, maybe. It's definitely never as much as like even one a month. It'll be like if I'm going on a road trip or something, you know. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Or, you know, my wife and I end up in Vegas a lot. And like we said... If you're in Vegas, you kind of have to smoke. It just <laughs> It's part of the arrangement. <laughs> kind of like uh you got to you got to have a big ass drink when you go to Vegas. <laughs> yeah, the giant Bud Light cup around your neck on beads. Yep. You got to get some sort of I mean, out there usually it's the frozen daiquiris are the ones that are easy to find. Oh, fuck that. Nope. Oh, they're good, though. They'll add shots into them. Yeah, but it's so much sugar. Yeah, but the good ones already have alcohol mixed in them. No, I know. I'm I'm, I'm sure it's good. I'm sure it tastes good going down. It's just the after. But you're in Vegas, you know? <laughs> you don't worry about that. You worry about that when it happens. <laughs> But the other thing about, you know, especially remember, if you, well, I just got one, there was one night, this really fun night I had, um, with one of our, uh, friends of the show in Vegas when he still lived there, we filled a big gulp cup up with tequila. Oh my and, God. And just sipped on it. And then like randomly hit poppers walking around the strip. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Jesus. (laughs) Oh, God. That much tequila would fucking kill me. Yeah, it was. uh, It was fun. This is the thing is like, I love going to Vegas now, but I drink more Pedialyte and water than anything else when I'm there. Oh, yeah. I mean, now it's gotten to the point where if I go on a trip like that, every morning I wake up and work out just so I feel better about myself. I don't think it really yeah, helps, that's, but that's a level of dedication. I can't, uh, you know, say I adhere to, but what I, I definitely make sure I do enough in the way of hydration. Yeah. Yeah. Especially, you know, Jesus, the desert you're drinking next weekend. I'll be doing my shit to make sure I'm hydrated. That's for sure. <laughs> Slater had his tiki bar set up for Halloween. I don't know if you saw those pictures. Yeah, I saw the yeah, I saw the photos. Looks pretty cool. Oh, shit looked amazing. Yeah. I wish I could have gone and uh hung there. But he he was saying he's got a whole ass load of leftover booze. And I was like, "Well, we do have a meetup coming up." And he's like, "Yeah, I was kind of thinking that." And I and then he sent me a picture of all his booze and I'm like, "Oh, fuck." <laughs> So I guess hydration is going to be very vital. Oh, especially I got to Okay. I have to remember this shit. 
Okay, so last time I was at Dollywood for their Christmas event this time of year, all of their water fountains were shut down. Oh, shit. That's good to know. And it completely fucked me up. That, like, um, so yeah, that's, um, I don't know if they let you bring water into the park, but I, uh, yeah, I just remember that being like a big deal. So, unless you want to buy like 10 Dasanis. Ugh. Well, I mean, bring a, an aluminum bottle. Yeah. Cause they'll let you bring that in. I'm sure. Yeah. And then it's just a matter of the food cells let you, they'll fill up your water for you, which I don't know why I've had encounters. So like, I don't know, I'm a douche right now, or I've been for probably the last seven years, but like I carry a, like a hydro flask with me everywhere. Oh my God. (laughs) And sometimes like places won't fill it. It's like, really? It's a fucking bottle. I can't wait to see you get into a fucking argument with a fucking <laughs> service <laughs> worker at Dollywood. <laughs> but like, okay, I got I just got to say, though. <laughs> no, like, here's the thing, right? When you live in a hot desert, drinking water is super important. So it's kind of fucked up when people are like, no, we can't give you water for free. You have to buy a Dasani. You know what I mean? Like that's just, it's so fucked up because it's water. It's like the most important thing you need. Yeah. Well, I have some bad news for you. (laughs) Yeah. We're in Tennessee. I know. Yeah. I mean, no, I meant more generally. That's, that's the future, bud. Well, that's the next future. I'm living in the current future. We're close. I'll give you that. Yeah, Dasani's fucking ridiculous. It's like, how can someone just get away with selling bottles they filled up at Venice Beach? And then added salt to it. <laughs> no, do, do you know that? Dasani adds salt to the water to make you more thirsty. Yeah, and it says it right on the label, too. <laughs> Drink more Dasani. <laughs> That's why I'm saying it's just like someone went to fucking Venice Beach. I just picture there's a guy, Mr. Dasani, standing there, holding bottles under until (laughs) the fucking bubbles stop. (laughs) There's a cap on it. (laughs) I don't know. Water water is annoying. Like, at least least Nestle sells regular water. But no, the Dasani, Dasani's a scam. That's so fucked up. And like, a park like Dollywood, especially in a state like Tennessee, that shit they can get away with. Yo, well, that's the thing is that all the park chains are partnered with Coke. Mm-hmm. Cedar Fair used to be Pepsi. Yeah, it's like, so we can't let you bring in a vital resource that you need to live. We make you dump it out. And then your only option is to buy Dasani. <laughs> uh, it pisses me off. Well, I mean, it is Dollywood, so I think most most people are expected to just drink Coke. <laughs> Considering the amount of rascals you see there, I suppose it's true. Ra- <laughs> rascals with the with the cup holder that's big enough for a bottle of Coca Cola. 
souvenir bottle. <laughs> Do you think the rascals have souvenir bottle holders? <laughs> yes, they also have popcorn bucket holders. <laughs> like that's probably true. And and the basket on the front actually the perfect size for the trays that serve the food. They probably sell the cinnamon bread at the rascal stand when people come back at the end of the day. <laughs> they got the Dales up there. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, buy five at a time. Five for one. Two days old. <laughs> you know, I was watching some video on YouTube um, about... Uh, do you know the channel Delish? It's a pretty cool channel. They, I first found out about them because they had these videos where their team was going to like a bunch of different parks... And just basically like eating all the interesting food. They wouldn't go on rides or anything, but they would try like all the food. And then they, they have another team that's doing like stadium food. So it's like, uh, and there was, it's like one episode is like, all right, we got team A and Dollywood and then team B is like, we're in Wrigleyville. No, I mean like production teams. Oh, okay. So it'll be like the food of, you know, Bush Gardens, Williamsburg. And then there'll be a separate video that's like the food of Coors Field. Okay. You know? And like there was one, I forget what park, uh, what uh, uh, field they were at, what ballpark. But they, they made, I think it was the Houston Astros, Minute Maid Park. They made bread pudding out of the old hot dog buns. <laughs> I don't think they were like old, old, but like, you know, like a day old or whatever. Well, I mean, maybe that's, maybe that's important to bread pudding. You have to use stale bread. I don't know. Could be. I have no idea. I just, I thought that was very efficient, but at the same time, like just kind of like funny, you know? Yeah. Remember the bread pudding at old country buffet? Oh, it's been baking yeah, under bread, a, it's been baking under a heat lamp for like three hours. <laughs> bread pudding's extra runny tonight. <laughs> yeah, there's like a there's like a layer of thin like oil or water at the top just kind of glistening. And it wasn't like the glaze. It was like the glaze separating from the bread. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, here's my question about bread pudding. Who the hell ever invited raisins to any party? That's all I'm saying. <laughs> like, bread pudding is good, and then you get the piece with the raisin in it, and you're like, oh, there's a raisin in here. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, it's like you caddyshack the dessert with fruit unnecessarily. <laughs> I mean, yeah, if you're going to add fruit, fucking... Make it a good fruit. Raisins, raisins are secondhand fruits. What are we going to do with these grapes? I don't know. Leave them out in the sun. <laughs> it's just the texture's off too. It's like you're like, oh, all right, a soft, kind of runny, you know, gooey dessert, and then it's like, oh, uh, something hard. Yeah, this. 
what's this little piece of oh uh <laughs> or you know what i think the the alternative add a goddamn date really commit you know what i mean <laughs> just out of curiosity um are you an anti uh nuts in brownies person oh man no nuts 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 are cool Because the thing is, you know, like you add a chopped walnut to anything, you've spruced it up. You know what I'm saying? Salad, boom. Brownie, boom. As a kid, though. Oatmeal, you know? As a kid, though, like nuts and brownies fucking sucked. See, I've always been pro nut desserts. (laughs) Don't isolate that. (laughs) No, like, I don't know. I always thought like... um, Nuts in the brownie is like landmines. Because you're like, because here's the thing a brownie without nuts only requires like two or three chews before you can swallow it. But with nuts, you have to like be careful. I don't know. It's like random crunchy pieces. As an adult, it's fine. But as a kid, it was like, you might as well have just not brought in brownies. Like when a I teacher. Think- like when a teacher baked them, like third grade, when a teacher's like, oh, I made everybody brownies or some kid is like, hey, I brought brownies for my birthday. Right. And you bite into it and there's fucking nuts. That's probably a control measure to make sure kids aren't scarfing them down too fast. Well, the probably. exact reason that you just brought up. <laughs> make sure to add some walnuts to those brownies. They're bringing them to school. <laughs> Although nowadays with nut allergies, I don't think you could do that anymore. Yeah, that's true. Did you ever bring treats in for your birthday? Yeah. Yeah, same. Store-bought cupcakes every year. (laughs) My mom would always make like a shit ton of things and she'd always make extras. So it's like, how many are in your class? And it'd be like 22 and she'd make like 50 and then send me to school, which Jesus. is like a giant fucking Tupperware. <laughs> That's funny, dude. I don't even remember that until you said that. No, it's like a thing. Uh, shit in on your birthday. Yeah. Fucking. I did that a few times in, uh, in corporate world. Office nine to five shit. I would always, I brought, I did that a few times. But the That's pro- pretty my, nice of you. My pet peeve was always like, I'd bring, I don't know, like sometimes it's just a box of donuts from like a, like a good bakery that makes them fresh. And then you, at the end of the day, you're stuck with like seven half donuts and three plastic knives in the box. Cause people are like, Oh, I don't want a whole one. I just want a half one. So they'll cut one in half. But then no one else is like, oh, I just want a half. So people end up just like sabotaging like half of the half of the donut. And then you're stuck with all these halves. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty bad. But the that's worst like I've seen. Every is- office. Every fucking office does that shit. Anyway. But have you ever seen anyone and all of the donuts are cut in half? Like pre-cut them? Like you don't see somebody drop them off, but you come in 
and there's donuts, but every one of them it has been cut in half already. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You're like you'll be left with just seven halves of donuts. Right, but what I'm saying is they're not picked over. It's not just like seven sitting there. It's like maybe only one total, one or two total donuts are gone, but everything is halved. Oh. So it's like there's a full maple sitting there, but it's two halves, you know? Yeah, I mean, I mean, I don't know. People would do that if they were doing it intentionally, but. And that always drove me nuts because I'm like, so you're going to make me an asshole for taking a whole donut. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, Because you can't you can't take two halves. You know what I mean? Because then you look like an asshole. Maybe you could try different ones. But even then, I'm like, you walk away with two, everybody else is walking away with one. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, and once, um, I don't know. So, like, yeah, once this is shit, this is like back in 2016, my first year here, I brought in um, like four boxes of voodoo donuts to my office. Nice. But, like, it was the same thing. By the end of the day, three of them were fine, but there's probably, like, a half left. But it was the same thing. It was all, it was all like, half pieces. I guess, yeah, I, I really think that nobody should cut the donuts in half until you've taken the whole thing. Right? I mean, that should be the ground rule. Like, you, you if you want half, then take the whole thing and then eat half. Like... Have any of you guys ever been frustrated by half donuts? <laughs> it's Please fun. tell us we're not alone in this incredibly minute argument. <laughs> oh, God. So, um, Marcelli T asked uh, what we think about what, what do we think the top good addition to the park ride is. I guess, like, is there the realistic answer and the ironic answer? I don't know. Um, because, like, um, I don't know. I'll just go with Great America. I think Raging Bull was probably a pretty great addition to Great America. Like, maybe the best. Oh, hold on, hold maybe on. The best I think one. what he what he meant, I think, is like it's a good addition to the park. Oh, legitimately. No. Like, that's the canned answer? Yeah. Like, oh, it's a great addition to the park. Maybe, um, probably back in, like, the mid-2000s. I think you're misunderstanding the question still. I probably am. He's asking, of all, of all the right, like, what, what is the most, like... Not what's been the best addition to a park, but what addition to a park is the most like you would the the most. Oh, where the where the media day response would be. Oh, it's a great addition to the park. Well, um, OK, I have a few examples. The first one just in our territory was probably Dark Knight. Oh, that's a good one. I remember, oh, that's what I was saying, like mid-2000s, like something around the recession, because I feel like that's when it was more prevalent, because that was whatever, um, I think it was 2008 or, no, it was 2009. Remember No Coaster Con? 
when Dwayne was would do his presentation. In the 2009 OcoasterCon, it's like, yeah, for the U.S., there are literally only 11 roller coasters opening this year. <laughs> and they were all like kiddie rides. That was the year the the drive-in movie theater coaster opened. The one around the movie screen in Montana. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I got on that shit. That's like a that's one of those credits I'm like really excited about. <laughs> because the interactions there was so fucking weird. Because we show up and, you know, like, so, of course, like, our friend we were talking about with the Darien Lake thing, we go to a movie theater, like, and this is a small town of Montana, right? Like, so when you show up in a minivan, like, two two 19-year-old guys in a minivan, and you show up to a drive-in movie theater and is like, yeah, we want to ride the kitty coaster. It definitely, like, doesn't connect <laughs> with the with the locals. So, um, we like show up and you had, you had to like buy So the way it worked is like, you can't just go to the park. You have to like go there for a movie. You have to like buy a movie ticket. You know what I'm saying? Cause like, it's only open when movies are open. And so like, of course he had like threw a fit at the gate, which is literally just like a tool, like a tool chest and a little, probably like not even a computer, just like a cash register in a booth, you know, like on a dirt road to get into the theater. And he's like having this fit about it. He's like, no, like I just want to ride the ride. And they're like, uh, well, this is a movie theater. You have to buy a ticket to get in. (laughs) We're playing Casper two tonight (laughs) or something. I don't know. We go to this popcorn. It's like, we want to ride the ride. And he's like, uh, like Dale doesn't come in until eight. And like, it's, you know, like an hour before that. And he's like, well, like, can we just ride the ride? Like, is there anybody here that can operate the ride? <laughs> so then someone, just, someone shows up in, like, a truck. Like, a kid gets out, and he had to, like, start the ride and just let, let us ride. Did you guys stay and watch the movie, at least? No, we left. Jesus. At least watch the movie if you bought a ticket to the fucking drive-in. Well, um, I don't know. Let me see. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, Dark Knight's a good one. I, um, I'm not sure if I'm going to top that. Yeah, oh, not, yeah oh, I'll eight, go with Dark Knight. 08 and 09 were rough years. I feel like because every time a park added something, people on the forums would complain and be like, like, stop complaining. The parks don't cater to you. It's a good addition to the park. Yeah, I remember a lot of people at that time also being like, I was really hoping it would be a giga coaster. Yeah, it's like we've had the greatest economic crash of 100 years. Parks aren't adding giga coasters. Which, uh, listen up, folks. <laughs> we might have that again. Possible. I mean, Six Flags already isn't adding shit, so. Let's see. Uh, Metal Mikey's got a couple interesting questions. He asked, uh, what's something you own that you've never used? Probably an avocado spoon. Wow, that's a very specific thing. I got one as a gift for some reason, and it's still in the box. I mean, yeah, I, I personally, I'm a little hard-pressed 
for stuff that I myself personally own that I've never used. But I know that my wife, my wife has bought lots of stuff. So it's kind of in my possession as well that we've never used. For example, in, in my field of vision, if I turn just slightly, there is a, a cooking preparation uh, thing yeah. that's sitting in the, in the box. Oh, you know what? We bought a, we bought a fucking fancy Roomba that's still sitting in a box. You've never used a Roomba? No, because every time I mention wanting to like set it up, she goes, she goes, we got to clean the place up more. And I'm like, isn't that what the fucking thing is for? <laughs> well, it, it gets clogged fast. I mean, we got the fancy one that empties itself out and mops up all that shit. Oh, cool. Yeah. So I don't know. <laughs> It's kind of, to me at this point, I just don't even bring it up. <laughs> There's a box and one day we'll have a robot cleaning this fucking place up. But until then, I guess that's, that's, you know, that was easier to answer than I thought. Uh, uh, he also wants to know what's the next park to go to year round operation. And that's really hard to predict because I know which parks it won't be. Won't be Great America. Won't be Six Flags St. Louis. Won't be Six Flags New England. Probably not Valley Fair. Definitely won't be Valley Fair. <laughs> won't be Cedar Point. Um, Great Adventure, maybe? That's possible, but is anybody really actually going to be there Mid January. I don't know. It's not. It's not too bad there. It's like probably. I don't know. It's a little warmer than Chicago. I was gonna say. Um, so over over Georgia is is that technically year round? I don't think so. I guess that one maybe. Or uh, Carowinds. Yeah, Carowinds. I could see happening. Maybe um, Frontier City. Uh, Oklahoma's kind of cold, though, in the winter. Oh, that's true. Let's see. I'm checking Georgia. I no, like- it looks like Georgia closes after the holidays, and they don't have a 2023 schedule posted yet. Yeah, I mean, that's the only park I could think of that could do that, really. I don't know, Kentucky Kingdom, maybe. I don't know what Kentucky winters are like. They can't be that bad. I mean, I don't know. Louisville could get rough. I'm curious. Well, we'll be driving through there. uh, Not but, you know, a week from the release of this episode. Yeah. So we'll see for ourselves. It's just gray. Mainly. Oh man. All right. Well, holy shit. We filled two hours without, uh, much on our rundown. Well, that's good. <clears throat> I'm, um, yeah, I'll book flights for 
the thing next weekend. I should probably do that tonight. Yeah, I have to rush order the T-shirt for the thing. Oh, that's right. I I, I got one actually. I I procrastinated on accident, and I mean, thankfully, there's still places that'll rush produce and ship. Yeah. So it's not a big deal. Got to pay for it, but hey, whatever. Anyway, you got anything else, Ben? I'm good. Let's, uh, this is plenty. Yeah. All right. Well, we wanted to definitely hype everybody up for the meetup. Fucking looking forward to it. Big Bear Mountain coming up very soon. Just about a week away. And we'll make sure we, uh, try to drop an episode for the first day of the meetup. Keyword there is try. Could do one in Indianapolis. Yeah, we could. Actually, that's a pretty good idea. Oh, also, that reminds me, you need to bring your mic with. Um, okay. Because your mic has a room setting, and mine doesn't. Mine's super directional. And even if the audio isn't super loud on the room setting, we can always adjust that in post. <laughs> right, yeah. So please do. Yeah, I can do that. <clears throat> And that'll be exciting. So we'll maybe bring you an episode uh, from on the road to the meetup next week to really hype it up. But with all that, I, uh, I hope we get to see all of you at the meetup. Really looking forward to it. Um, thank you all for listening. And a special thanks to all of our patrons who are awesome. And, uh, shit. I think that's about all we got. Give us a call. Leave us a voicemail. 5RAW5LA. 3125RAW5LA. Or, uh, your favorite coaster sucks at gmail.com. Join our Discord. Link is in the episode description. Come chat with us there. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You got anything else, Ben? Alright, cool. Well, then, until next time. Your favorite favorite coaster coaster. sucks.